4: Home-centered two-hour church producer Randall Jepson joins host Jay McFarland to look at how Latter-day Saint families are adapting to studying together. This is KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM.
5: Hey, this is Jay McFarland, and I want to welcome you to a special hour of programming where we'll take a look at how members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints have changed the way they spend their Sundays and how they've made changes to their family scripture study. Now, during the October semi-annual general conference for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, President Russell M. Nelson made a significant announcement and introduced a home-centered and church-supported plan to learn doctrine and foster greater personal worship. So, what does this all
6: mean? As Latter-day Saints, we've become accustomed to thinking of church as something that happens in our meeting houses supported by what happens at home. We need an adjustment to this pattern. It is time for a home-centered Church, supported by what takes place inside our branch, ward, and stake buildings. As the Church continues to expand throughout the world, many members live where we have no chapels and may not for the foreseeable future.
5: President Nelson went on to explain that the objective of the church is to assist members in increasing their faith in Jesus Christ and to strengthen and seal families.
6: In this complex world today, this is not easy. The adversary is increasing his attacks on faith and upon us and our families at an exponential rate. To survive spiritually, we need counter strategies and proactive plans.
5: Now that means an increased focus is being placed on studying at home with parents teaching the children. It was also announced that the weekly three-hour block of the church meetings would be reduced to just two hours. Families were encouraged to spend more time studying together at home, and a new Come Follow Me study guide was also introduced to help members study at home. So today we'll visit with four Latter-day Saint families and see how they've adopted the new study habits into their weekly routines. We'll hear about their successes and their struggles as they implement home-centered church. Here's KSL News Radio's Randall Jepson, who introduces us to the Burnham family from Clearfield, Utah.
7: Remember what a parable is? Jesus taught with parables. What was a parable? Story. Story. They were, They're stories that he told to help teach the people,
1: right? Nicole and Darren Burnham have their hands full with three young kids. There's Ella, age 7, Daxton, age 5, and then there's Maxwell. Wow. He's the toddler of the group that likes to keep things lively. And when the announcement was made that Sunday church services would be an hour shorter, but people should use that extra time to increase their study at home.
7: I was a little bit nervous at first because of having young children. I wasn't sure how how that would go and their attention span.
3: For our situation, it's a little bit easier to take some time on Sunday, but maybe not dedicate a full hour at that point, but also just do it more frequently during the week.
1: The Burnham family jumped right in as soon as they received their study guide. We caught up with them on a Monday evening.
7: Oh, do
3: you want to come read? Read verse 3. And he spake many things until them in parables, saying, Behold, a
0: sower, sower
3: mm-hmm. with Forth too slow.
0: To sow. So. Good job.
7: Okay. Uh, Dex, do you wanna read? And when? And when? He sowed. He sowed. Some seeds. Some seeds. Fell. Fell. By the wayside. By the wayside. And the fowls. And the fowls came. Came and devoured them up. And devoured them up.
3: Instead of dedicating a bigger chunks of time that's really hard for our kids. We break it up and make it more digestible. And we also, we don't necessarily sit down and read a passage of 20 20 verses. We'll go through it. Maybe uh, Nicole and I will go through it and read it and understand it. And then we can kind of explain it more on the kids' terms instead of just reading the, the scripture language to them that they have a hard time digesting. We
7: decided that we would just take one section each night instead of study maybe Sunday afternoon or whatever for hours. We would just throughout the week study... Little pieces, hopefully that would hold their attention a little bit, and we try to do some sort of object lesson. Okay, so we're going to plant some seeds. This is our good dirt, and this is our rocks. Here's some seeds to plant. Ella, do you want to put one in? Here, Dex, put one in the good dirt. Maybe push it down a little bit. Okay, put one in the rocks. Okay, which one do you think is going to grow?
0: This one.
3: What do you think we can do so that the things we learn in church and the things we learn in the scriptures, the things Heavenly Father is trying to tell us, can grow? So that our hearts are like a good place instead of a bad place, like a stony place.
0: Go to church read the scriptures
3: and say our prayers. Okay, good examples. What about when we're at school? Listen to our teachers. Okay. And be nice to one another. That's right. Being nice is a
1: big one. Ella says she likes the changes and spending extra time learning at home and the adjusted church schedule. Well, that means she gets to sleep in a little bit longer on Sunday morning, and she says that isn't so bad either.
0: It's kind of fun
6: because then when you go to church, you know about the lesson and you know all the answers.
1: After several months of implementing the home study, Darren, Nicole, and the kids, they say they've been seeing a difference. Instead of relying on Sunday school teachers to teach the scriptures, it's been more of a family event.
3: We've had evenings uh, where we've done studies and the kids are just zoned out. And they just don't want anything to do with it. But we've also had a lot more evenings than I expected where they're really engaged. They they think it's fun. They go through and and participate and ask questions or, you know, say... I don't quite understand this or you know little moments where you can tell that there's definitely some some learning that's
1: happening. Darren also spends part of his Sunday as a primary teacher and says even though his discussions with his class at church they're a lot shorter now than they used to be with this new schedule he says the discussions are actually deeper. He says the kids they come prepared to contribute and he says they share stories
3: a lot more. primary teacher's perspective, it's a really cool experience to have kids come in and want to share something when you bring up a story. Um, it used to be that you'd have to drag it out of them, but now it seems like they're more willing to offer it up.
7: Hello. what song should we sing?
3: I am a child of God. I am a child of God, and he has sent me
7: I have a cup with some different things. Of how we can have our good our good ground. We'll have Dexton draw one, and he's going to act it out, and we have he, we have to guess what he's what he's acting. doing
0: acting. My God, one.
3: Oh, that was a
0: good <laughs> one. <laughs> Ready? Playing.
3: Ah, very good. You guys are good at this game. Okay.
7: Do you think Heavenly Father? Do you think it makes him our seeds grow if we're praying and reading the scriptures?
1: The entire goal of this new program is to strengthen families and increase faith. Nicole says at times it's hard to tell what the young kids are actually understanding and what they're not. But then she says sometimes you get one of those moments.
7: Dexton, we were sitting in sacrament meeting and they shared a scripture. And Dexton, he was coloring. I didn't think he was listening in church. And he says, hey, we read that scripture this week. And I'm like, oh, our work at home is paying off.
3: Overall, it's a great change. Uh, our our kids don't kind of, oh we have to go to church church just seems to drag on forever or they we don't see as much of that it's a better time frame for uh, the kids and i think it, it, having that shorter time and a time dedicated at home is is a definitely a net positive Let me find a way. Teach me
1: Jepson, KSL News Radio.
5: We really want to thank the Burnham family for letting us into their home and thank you for joining us for our special programming today. Coming up after the break, we'll head north from Clearfield and drop in on a recently married couple in Ogden, Utah. You're listening to Home Centered How Latter day Saint Families Are Changing and Adapting to Studying Together on KSL News Radio.
4: We return to Home Centered to Our Church. With Jay McFarland on KSL News Radio.
5: Welcome back as we spend time visiting members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints to see how they're implementing changes in their personal and family study. Right now, we're going to head to Ogden, Utah, where we find the Hamilton family consisting of Josh and Mariah. Here's KSL News Radio's Randall Jepson.
1: When you walk into the Hamilton family home, it's pretty easy to tell that they are still a recently married couple. Just under a year, to be exact. Wedding pictures of Josh and Mariah, they highlight the walls, and they still don't have a kitchen table. But TV trays, they work just fine. The family room couch, it serves as the focal point for both meals and for their family study, which has taken on new meaning since The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints announced an emphasis on home study, which means they're spending less time in an actual church building on Sundays. Mariah Hamilton says at first it took some time to fully understand the changes.
2: I understood the gist of it, but it was like as I started seeing more stuff on social media and then like the email the church sent out and stuff like that, like it gave me more of an understanding of I guess I knew what we were doing, but just the importance of it. um, That it was a lot more than just having shorter church and that there is so much more behind it. And that it was a time to like bring us closer, not only to like the Savior, but also to our families and make our home a church.
8: My first reaction was I was kind of a little bit surprised, but also I had the thought like, oh, that's that's nice.
2: So my grandpa, he is ninety one. And so he's been having a lot of health problems and can't always make it to church. So like this, I'm sure is a big blessing for him. And then I know like for some moms that I know, like it's it's a lot for them to have church at certain times because of nap times or worry about their kids and or some people like mental health issues where they just can't make it to church because of that or Um, physical issues some people just can't make it and so I think this was a huge blessing to know that they can still have that church environment at home too.
1: Josh and Mariah they both served missions for the church then they met about a year and a half ago and things worked out nicely and now life as it does for many people always seems to be busy we both go to school and I work and go to school so
8: we're both pretty busy and so sometimes our days change where we study. Um, but I think I think it's cool that the church has given us this flexibility with the new study at home program. And also, also I've felt a lot more accountability with it um, because they did take away that third hour of church and they gave that to us and put it in our hands.
2: We just have to hold ourselves accountable because some days it could be really easy to just do something else especially where we travel a lot and so it could be so easy for us to just say like uh we're driving today like let's not do it and so you really have to make sure that you're being accountable to because no one is going to hold you accountable it's just a thing between you and the savior
1: now when we met up with the two it was on a tuesday evening where their study sessions started with prayer dear Heavenly
8: father we're grateful for this day that the house given us we're grateful for this time that we have to study
1: and to learn more of thy word. And... Then they open up their guide and the scriptures.
2: Okay. okay. As you study the Savior's teachings with your family, the Spirit can help you know what principles to emphasize and discuss in order to meet the needs of your family. Here are some suggestions. Matthew 13. Yeah. Matthew
8: 13, 3 to 23. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came up and de- came and devoured them up.
2: Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth.
8: And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away.
2: And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. So,
8: what can we do as a family to cultivate good ground in our hearts and in our home?
2: Doing things that will keep the spirit with us so we yeah. can keep our home a safe place and a happy place
1: yeah this study session it took about 10 minutes but they say each session is different whether it be on a sunday or maybe another day of the week
2: when we were first married we really didn't like we'd be like oh family home evening like let's go on a walk or go get <laughs> ice cream we wouldn't really have any structure behind it like there we wouldn't start with the prayer or, like read the scriptures or anything like that so this is those were good activities to spend time together and but now it's we're also bringing the gospel into it.
8: I love spending the time at church, but I also love spending the time here at home with my wife. You know, it's our little family. Having the sense that the, the leaders of the church and Heavenly Father trust us enough to leave it in our hands to worship Him on His day.
2: We kind of just play it by ear, depending on the week and what's going on. But I think, like, Sundays even if it doesn't work the rest of the week like sunday is always our time and we always look forward to it on sundays and then just having that discussion with each other and i think this is a really rare time in our lives that will we can just sit down and like have discussions without kids running around and so that's something that i really value is that we get to study this the way that works best for us
1: overall the hamiltons say the focus on learning in their home it's changed them
2: i think the leaders of the church are very inspired and that i'm really grateful that they've implemented this program because i know it's blessed our lives and i'm sure it has blessed the lives of many
1: others i
8: just think it's it's really good for the church moving forward and i would say that it it's helping a lot of people especially us
1: randall jepson ksl news radio
5: we really want to thank the Hamilton family for letting us spend some time with them, and we wish them the best as they approach their first wedding anniversary. Congratulations. After the break, we'll spend some time with single adults and we'll see how they've handled changes to their Sunday schedule. You're listening to Home Centered How Latter day Saint Families Are Changing and Adapting to Studying Together on KSL News Radio.
4: We return to Home Centered to Our Church with Jay McFarland on KSL News Radio.
5: For our next visit inside the homes of members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, we meet up with a group of single adults living in the Salt Lake City area. Much of the new Home Centered Church program is focused on family studying together. For single adults, this presents some unique challenges. Once again, here's Randall Jepson.
1: When President Russell M. Nelson announced the church was going to be shortened on Sunday by an hour and more time should be devoted to studying the gospel at home, he outlined some specific
6: reasons why the changes were needed. For many years, church leaders have been working on an integrated curriculum to strengthen families and individuals through a home-centered and church-supported plan to learn doctrine, strengthen faith, and foster greater personal worship.
1: President Nelson then asked Elder Quentin L. Cook of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles to give more detail on how the changes would take
6: place. This Sunday schedule allows more time for a home evening and to study the gospel at home on Sunday or at other times as individuals and families may choose. A family activity night could be held on Monday, or at other times. To this end, leaders should continue to keep Monday evenings free from Church meetings and activities. However, time spent in home evening gospel study and activities for individuals and families may be scheduled according to their individual circumstances. Family and individual gospel study at home will be significantly enhanced by a harmonized curriculum and a new Come Follow Me resource for individuals and families. The
1: resources include take-home study guides, online references, videos, and more. <laughs> One night, we caught up with Jessica Andrew in Salt Lake City. She's a single adult, and she decided that to get the most out of her personal study time, she would create her own family environment.
9: A member of our stake spoke and, and invited everybody to what she said, go on missionary exchanges with other families. She says, ask another family in your ward or in your neighborhood if you can come and do Come Follow Me study with them. And I took that to heart. In fact, that same night, one family invited me to join them. Um, And so a friend and I went and joined them and had a great experience. And then I reached out and asked a family in my ward, and they were very welcoming. So for me, not having my own family here nearby hasn't been a problem. In fact, it's been a huge blessing because I feel like my family group has grown through this experience
1: some weeks she meets with families in her ward on other nights she gets a group of single adults together and just like the other families we met it took some time to adjust to this new program
9: I wasn't sure honestly how I felt about it um, but once I started practicing it it was really clear to me that this was a gift from our heavenly father for us to be able to really give to each other I've learned more from the people that I've joined in study than, than I can say I've learned in many years of Sunday school classes, even though we had great Sunday school classes. And I think part of it is it's just so much more intimate and folks just feel more comfortable sharing their real feelings.
1: Now on this Tuesday night, it was a combination of single adults and one married couple without kids.
9: Hey, girl. Hey. You made it. Welcome.
1: Now, of course, a great get-together isn't quite complete without food. So Laura Chamberlain, while well, she was busy chopping lettuce and getting everything ready for tacos.
0: Enjoy having friends over and try and make it a fun experience. Everyone will come if there's food involved, and um, it just makes everything better.
9: I just reach out to people that I love, <laughs> you know, folks in my ward, Um People in my family, extended family, good friends. Tonight we're studying with some really good friends uh, that really care about each other. And I have found it's a great way to build relationships that are already really good, um, but we get to go a little bit deeper with our testimony sharing and um, talking about gospel topics in a really personal way.
10: Our dear Father in heaven, we're grateful for this day, and we're grateful for this opportunity we have to come together and
8: discuss uh, thy gospel. And
9: What did everyone learn this week?
0: Um, I mean, because it's talking about the some of the different miracles that the Savior did and, and the one where they lowered the man through the roof. Um, and somebody kind of made... Um, The point that this, obviously this gentleman was unable to do it himself, and so his friends had to help them, or had to help him, and so it was, the point that was made was that the friends showed great determination to get to the Savior. It would
9: be like a modern equivalent of lowering your friend through the roof. Because they were, they they encountered some sort of obstacle helping their friend. Like I wonder what, what kind of barriers we find that would I have courage to overcome them to help my friend? You know, for me maybe just pride. I don't know. Sometimes like like I think of my ministering sisters or the woman I'm I'm to minister to, and sometimes I'm just like, well, I, they don't really look like they need anything, like fear or pride or something maybe. Maybe they knew need to be lowered through the roof, and I'm just not paying attention. Matthew 13, should we go
0: there? Yeah. Do you want to start, Laura? Sure. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat. And the whole multitude stood on a shore. Now,
1: as the discussion goes on, they start focusing on the parable of the sower.
0: Brian, do you remember anybody in your mission
9: that had just good ground? And can you say why?
1: I think, going along
10: with what you said, they had the member involvement. Members were interested in in helping them and nurturing them. And the people themselves that were being taught were preparing the ground themselves as well. They were making sure that they um, ha- had a good environment to, to learn and grow and they were interested, invested.
0: But I was trying to think just for me what are those and I like 21 it talks about for when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word by and by he is offended. And I think how many times something hard has happened for me and I'm offended and I just You know, I don't want to deal with it or don't want to think about it. I was just trying to think of what are some of those things for us in our life. What are those thorns that prevent us from developing good roots?
1: Jessica says each study session she takes part in is a little bit different. She doesn't have a set system. And the discussions, they seem to find their own path.
9: A couple of good friends and I have gotten together several times, just the three of us, in an evening to study. And we've started, you know, reading through some of the scriptures and then invariably somebody asks a question. And we may end up on a topic that has nothing to do with the scriptures or it may circle back to them. Other times with families, uh, with kiddos, it's been a little more structured. The parents would direct... Um, You know, now we're going to have a prayer. Now we're going to have a song. Now we're going to read these scriptures and share what they mean. Um, Another time, we just sort of fell into a come follow me discussion with some friends. Um, There were no books out. And then within a few minutes, people were pulling out books and talking. So it's looked different. But each time is, it's fun. It's fun to see where it goes.
1: When looking back over the past six months of study, Jessica says this.
9: What a gift it is to be able to learn from each other. Sometimes I think we tell ourselves, I don't have anything to offer. My life experiences in the church aren't that extensive, or I'm not sure how strong my testimony is in this particular area or that. But all of us have something to offer, and how grateful I am that folks are willing to do that,
1: regardless of what their situation is. Randall Jepson, KSL News Radio.
5: You're listening to Home Centered, how Latter-day Saint families are changing and adapting to studying together. And our final segment coming up, we see how technology has been able to help connect families together to study in ways that just simply were not possible decades ago.
4: We return to Home Centered to Our Church with Jay McFarland on KSL News Radio.
5: For some people, getting together as a family physically is simply not possible. But some families have found workarounds of sorts. New technology has allowed them to shrink the miles that separate them, even when it comes to home centered gospel study. KSL News Radio's Mark Juke caught up with a family living in Richfield. And Logan.
10: In Richfield, the Chittister family is admittedly on their best behavior as I visit. (laughs) Kaylee, Cohen, and Kara settle down in the living room with their mom, Crystal, on a Monday night. Crystal's husband, Cameron, is in Logan, just finishing a day of work. For the Chittister family, it has been a reality for a while, as Crystal has been recovering from some health problems, and Cameron's job requires him to work some 250 miles away. When the church announced the new focus to study in the home, they had to get
11: creative. It took us a little bit to kind of figure out the schedule, to find the time that would make it work. And that's just always a challenge, isn't it? You know, finding the time.
10: For the Chittisters, that means a tablet and FaceTime.
11: Hey, everybody got your scripture? To
10: some extent, the virtual visits are nothing new. We kind of already were doing this before, so I guess it hasn't impacted us a ton. They were already reading a bit of scripture and having family prayer every night.
7: Another parable spake, He unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like unto he- leaven.
10: Tonight, they're reading in Matthew in the New Testament. You guys know what leaven is? Nope parables of the leaven and the bread and of the mustard seed
11: what is he saying when he's talking about the kingdom of heaven
10: for crystal and cameron the study has gone beyond scripture
11: it's not just you know here's and in our discussions as a family and as the kids will ask questions about things or we're learning together as a family and we're just well, what do you think of this what do you think of this and and it's helped us all i mean i think even it's just cool. It's created a really cool dynamic.
10: One of the nice things about it is it has enabled us to uh, have more discussions than just reading. You know, before, it's often all we did, was just read, but now it gives us a chance to ask each other questions and helps learn better. The kids so far say they're all right with it, too. For one thing, Kaylee says her family seems more willing to talk to each other than to speak up in front of classmates. In
2: my class, sometimes, like, we don't talk as much when, and the teacher has to answer his own question because no one else talks. And here, like everyone's, like all of us are
10: shouting over each other. Her little sister Kara doesn't seem to mind the time she's not spending with friends. Well,
0: I feel like family is something really important to me, and I'm ra- I I'd actually rather spend more time with my family than my friends.
10: As for Crystal, the timing she says could not have been better for her family.
11: Perfect for, as a church. For sure, but for our family, absolutely. I mean, it's just what we needed. It was just the <laughs> I get teary thinking about it every time. It's just what we needed at a time when it's chaotic. I mean, my my oldest is headed to high school. I'm my you know we're going a million directions. We just are as a family, and so for us to take that the time that we have, that we just say, okay, we're doing it. This is everybody, sit down.
10: She's also noticed a difference at church.
11: I teach eleven year olds in primary, and I'm amazed at the, the kids I teach and but I'm just amazed at what my kids come home and talk about, too. It's helped me learn a lot, and and the thing that I am the most amazed at and the most impressed with are the levels of understanding in the kids. I cannot believe the things that they are learning in their classes. The questions they ask are questions that I... are just beyond things that I would have even asked at their age.
10: And for a family that spends five of its seven days half a state apart... Crystal says it's been a great thing
11: being apart. Naturally, you're apart, and it, it's easy to feel apart and to to grow apart. It's easy to to feel that way, and as we have done that, as we've still been together, as we still find a way to to have those conversations together and to ask those questions together and to kneel
5: together.
10: In Richfield, Mark Juke, KSL News Radio.
5: Thanks to Mark Duke for that report, and we want to thank you for joining us for this special look at how Home Center Church has changed the way members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints have changed their Sunday worship.